human beings of the world, it's time to enter the spoilerverse through our secret portal at the beautiful Arctic Club in downtown Seattle. Ladies and gentlemen, with our hosts John, Kenrick and Casey, it's time to enter Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on scpod.net. But if you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcatcher, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us, leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. All right. Audio's going. Let me make it. I'll make us live here right now. Hold on. It's loading. Wait, 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 wait. Not yet. Wait. It's loading. It's connecting. It's setting up. It's like we're live already. It says we're live, but it's not live. It says it's also setting up your live meeting. So if anybody's watching our, our, this part live, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> All right. And now we're live. Okay. So the order. Sins of the Republic of Spoilerverse. <laughs> Welcome back to the first extravaganza of Shooting the Sith and Spoiler Country. How's it going? Go. <laughs> I like that. And I like that. That was good. <laughs> that was rock fucking solid, dude. <laughs> We are set. It's May the 4th. It's time to bow down to your Jedi Masters. And uh, what's going on, everybody? Right now, I'm tweeting out that everybody else knows that we're live, so they can come join us because yeah, it's awesome. I threw it in the Spoilerverse group. I tweeted it out. We're good. Yeah. They're See, good. But can we tell how many people are watching here within Zoom? Uh, nope, we have to watch. I'm watching on YouTube so I can see people join. Oh, oh. you being all smart. Yeah. Yep. There's only one. It's so. just John watching. <laughs> just me. Hi, John. Hi, guys. How's it going? <laughs> and we're here today, though, because we wanted to celebrate Star Wars and all the shit that it has entailed throughout what? We're looking at 40 years, 45 years of Star Wars right now. 43, it's yeah. 40, so yeah. much. Yeah. So it's much. A lot. It's a lot. There's a lot of mythos a lot of books a lot of comic books some of it in canon some of it has uh there's a lot of fans pissed off that they basically jettisoned some of those books that were considered canon under lucas and then gone once it went to disney so it's a, it's an interesting ride it is yeah it, it is and, and, and what a better way for us to have this conversation today than bring on our very own spoilerverse member robert from I, the sith I, I, our local star wars expert yeah that's, local as in that's me. across the country from us, but local to the verse. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? I'm yeah. happy to be here. So let's talk Star Wars. Let's do it. Let's, let's do. do it. Let's do. Well, let's actually so, talk about the first thing I brought up, which was the yeah. books. A lot of people got pissed off that when, what's his name, uh, that directed the first Disney produced movie. J.J. Abrams. Uh, yeah, J.J. Abrams. They basically said hey all these books are done they're not I, canon i mean you can't blame that on jj <laughs> no 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 i'm just but but he is the face so you're right and well no kathy kennedy has kind of become the face of what star wars is i i mean everybody rags on her saying that she's the the fault for any of the bad things that have happened since disney took over but and and 
the grand scheme of things, I mean, Lucasfilm has a story group. They have a division within Lucasfilm that focuses on everything Star Wars. They felt yeah. that the best idea to move forward was to get rid of all of the, the EU, the expanded universe. They did that because they, they thought, hey, this will give us more opportunity to tell more and different stories. Yeah. They weren't sitting there saying, yeah, they weren't sitting there saying that, Oh, the EU is crap, but then they could also pull from it, which they have done multiple times. Uh, You know, they brought Thrawn into rebels and everybody, not everybody, but a large majority of the people love the Thrawn trilogy from the early, excuse me, the early nineties. So, right. I think that's what I was thinking about. Did they, are they keeping the uh, clone wars? Yeah, Clone Wars is canon. When they took over uh, in 2014, they announced that everything that was, or they they announced everything that was and was not canon any longer. Uh, Clone yeah. Wars is one of those things that stayed canon. Uh, oh, any were you happy for that? What was that? Were you happy for that? I was, but the the big thing is, is I really wasn't into Clone Wars at the time. It wasn't until about 2013, 2014, where I actually got into the Clone Wars. Uh, I was one of those guys that just sat back and like, that's a cartoon. Yeah, I was a huge right. Star Wars fan uh, from the time I was a like, child. A cartoon. I don't know if I can get into this. It's up oh, there. He's he's back. But <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I I didn't I didn't really get into it until about 2013, 2014. And when I did, I'm happy I did because, I mean, today the series finale came out and it was a gut punch. Was (laughs) it it really? Oh, man. So so the series is done? Uh, Yeah. As of right now, there's there's talk and rumor that they may bring back an eighth season where they can finish up some of the storylines that they didn't finish up, but it's pretty much done. I mean, they've... The last four episodes or three episodes, four episodes uh, took place during revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Uh, we, we saw order 66. We saw what happened to Ahsoka Tano. We saw what happened to, to, to Rex, the clone trooper Rex. And uh, it, it's, it's crazy. It, the, I wasn't ready for that ending because I, I didn't know what to expect, but yeah. what we got just was fantastic. It was amazing. I think this is going to, to be honest with you, man, the uh, <laughs> the animation style I can't do. I try to watch the Clone Wars so many times. That's... I'll make it through like the first five or six episodes, and then after that, they, the an- and I love animation. Yeah. That's the thing. I absolutely love animation, and for some reason, that style just kills me every time. I'm with you on that. I, I, I've yeah. never been a big fan of the animation for Clone Wars and, and even Rebels for that matter, which came out after Clone Wars first ended. And I wasn't a big fan of the the animation for that either. But with Clone Wars, you have to find, and if you can make it through that first season. Yeah. And here's the great thing about it. The way that they made Clone Wars, it's kind of wacky. They didn't make it in chronological order. Right. So from episode one to the very final episode, there there's arcs throughout that aren't all cohesive. Like something happens in this season that actually took place before something that happened the season prior and everything like that. So if you can find the right arcs to watch, which I recommend, uh, the I think it's the Sons of Dathomir, which is the Darth Maul arc. Uh, you have the Mortis uh, arc, which is fantastic, and then the final arc, which is the Siege of Mandalore, 
Yeah. Those three are probably my favorite three arcs from there. And that's a total of like maybe 10 to 15 episodes. No. It, it, it's, it's, they're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. Are you, so you get lost in the storyline and the animation kind of falls by the wayside for you. Pretty much. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of filler. The, the thing about Dave Filoni, which I'm a huge Dave Filoni fan. Who's that? He is the mastermind, essentially, behind Clone Wars now. Now, he and George Lucas okay. worked very closely together. George Lucas, now, people need to, to remember, George Lucas was heavily involved with Clone Wars when it first started. He wasn't right. just sitting back and saying, here, go ahead and have fun, guys. No, he was heavily involved with this. He wanted it made for a number of years. And he hired Dave Filoni on, basically to be a storyboard artist at first, but eventually he grew to being one of the uh, executive producers, or not executive producers, but... Uh, one of the directors in a sense, and he kind of moved forward with it. And once Lucas stepped back because of the purchase by Disney, uh, he kind of took over. And, and honestly, yeah. and I, I gotta, I gotta shout out for Dave Filoni cause he is from my hometown, Pittsburgh. What's up, man? <laughs> I have to do it. <laughs> But you I'm know, sure he, he's watching. Oh, absolutely. He's watching right now. Hey, hey man. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but he's uh he he did an amazing job, but he loves filler episodes. And it's the idea of you don't want to rush everything. You know, there's yeah. a lot of stories that you can tell within the Clone Wars, so why just focus on those big ones? Let's add some little things here and there. So I agree with him. That's pretty much how it is. And, and some of those filler episodes are really bad. <laughs> they really <Yeah>. are. Uh, <laughs> some of them are kind of cool. Some of them are, are, are fun. There's yeah, uh, but filler episodes. That's where your real character development tends to happen. You're right. Where things that you wouldn't expect or, you know, just overall building that character, creating fears, creating joy, creating funny moments things that make up a character that you, you know, the three of us get to talk to each other every day. So we'll have these moments with each other that you don't see in a storyline unless right. you have those filler episodes. That well, some of those, that. some of those filler episodes are the best episodes of the seasons too. And some shows yeah. like yeah. they're the most fun. Yeah. So it's, I mean, you got to take a look at it this way. When Clone Wars came out, they introduced a new character, Ahsoka Tano. Okay. Nobody liked her. That movie in 2008 that came out, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, people hated that movie. Star Wars fans are like, why Why is this even released? And who's this Ahsoka Tano character? Nobody liked her. Jump 12 years. You know, that was 2008 that that came out. It's now 2020. Yeah. So you jump 12 years. She is now one of the most beloved characters in Star Wars. A lot of yeah, growth happened. And you that, can't do that without filler episodes. No. No, no, not I don't. really. I mean, you can. I mean, you get a two-hour movie and characters develop. But I was watching, for example, I was watching Black Panther today. Right, it was on in the background, mm -hmm. and I just I started watching it, and I realized I don't remember the name of all the characters. So I'm going to preface it that right away. The one that wears the blue toga, or you know wrap around his chest <laughs> and he commands all the rhinos and he has his own thing at the beginning of the movie mbaka huh? yeah mbaka mbaka uh, mbaka is the is the 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 tribal leader of another uh, you're not talking about mbaka no of a neighboring nation well that's the, that's the only one i know yeah yeah no this is the guy that was in oh you know what he was the main guy in uh the jordan peele movie that came out that was a huge hit get out yeah get out he was the main character in get out and then his next movie was doing the Black Panther. And 
Well, anyway, I didn't hear about that movie doing the Black Panther. That's that's a new one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a sequel to Tiger King. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. We're not going there. No, we're going there. But the thing is, at the beginning of oh, the movie, Wakabi. He was, yeah, he was Wakabi. Wakabi. That's that's who it is. Wakabi. At the beginning of the movie, he's super close with T'Challa. You know. Yeah. And like then besties. Killmonger comes, and then all of a sudden, he's just turning his back on. There's not a lot of buildup on why he would turn his back on T'Challa and the whole thing that happens, you know, and near the end of the movie, his wife, who is one of the bodyguards and general of T'Challa, she, he goes, you know, would, would you kill me, my love? And he's, she's like, for Wakanda, without, without, a, without a doubt. But there was no buildup on why he was there. There yeah, was no, you right. know, and you can't always do that, even in a two hour movie, you know, you just have to have faith that there's a backstory that you might not have known about. And that's kind of what they did. They didn't even, they could have mentioned like this guy had some issues with T'Challa, but they didn't even do that. By the just, way. Yeah. All of a sudden he just agreed with Killmonger over what <laughs> T'Challa thought. You know what I mean? It was like, what? It was weird. And the movie, like, I had one of those experiences with that movie where I went and saw it, loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. Watched it again. I'm like, Really? Why did I like it so much? No, I still love it. I thought it was great. I but still like it. But the I, I enjoy it. I'm just saying. Like, I, at first, I thought it was like, "Holy crap, this is an amazing movie!" And it's just kind of, yeah, like, eh, it's there. But this, but this it's is kind of like Man of Steel. Oh, it's really good the first time. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Wrong but podcast. Bridging the geekdoms. We can do that. <laughs> I'm cool. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Kendrick. I'm sorry. Nope. Sorry. Nope. That the moment's passed. I can't go back to it now. <laughs> So here, let me ask you guys a question. Let me ask you guys a question. John, I'm going to start with you. What would you say is probably your most memorable Star Wars moment? Something that sticks out in your mind? Uh, Probably the first time I rewatched. So a little backstory to answer this question for you. I didn't watch Star Wars a lot as a kid. I was not a Star Wars fan. Like I didn't care for Star Wars at all growing up. Um, It was was fine, but it wasn't like something I went and watched. Right. I didn't. I watched Star Trek. I watched. I read comic books. I watched, I, was, I didn't watch Star Wars when I was like 18 or 19. My buddy, Nick moved into the house, moved in my house with me and became roommates. And he's like the Roommate. biggest Star Wars fan. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you. The biggest Star Wars fan I've, I've ever met in my life. And I say that because we, he made me sit down and rewatch the, the original trilogy with him. And as we're watching, I'm sitting next to him and he's mouthing and saying every line of all oh, three goodness. movies. Like, without fail, That's he right. knows all three movies. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? And so, for me, like, the, what's on my head is Star Wars is my buddy Nick. And I actually, in my when I did a webcomic years and years ago, like, the third or second strip I did was literally making fun of Star Wars as it's the character based on me didn't know anything about Star Wars. And I got forced to rewatch Star Wars, which was actually what happened. Because <laughs> when Nick found out that I hadn't seen Star Wars since I was eight, he was like, no, no, we're watching it tonight. And we sat and watched all three of them that night. And it was a lot of fun, but it was like... And, and that's kind of made me watch, you know, want to watch the prequels and they came out and watch the new ones and stuff. But before that, I was like, I didn't care about Star Wars. Did you like the sequels or the prequels? At the time, yeah. At I mean, the time, what changed? Nothing. I don't know. I, don't, I, I haven't watched like the prequels in years. I don't know. Yeah. I remember liking them, but everybody makes fun of them. So you just, it gets so easy to make fun of them. And it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck them. They're so terrible. But I, I mean, I don't know because I haven't watched. Yeah, I've watched episode one probably in 10, 15 years. Yeah, you can skip I think that one. People who don't <laughs> like the prequels tend to be people my age. Because, like, yeah. from my experience, it was I was at a fifth grade or sixth grade party. Right. And my dad came and got me early. Right. And I was so mad because I had to leave the birthday party because it was my buddy's birthday. <laughs> 
And I was so mad. I had to leave this party. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you're five years old. You love being at birthday parties. You know, I didn't get a cake or nothing. But then he took the whole family to see Empire Strikes Back when it released. We saw opening day, you know, and I just remember sitting in it. My my both my sisters, my brother, my mom, my dad, all of us. So four kids and and the adults were all at this movie. And I'll never forget the scene when they take Vader's hat, you know, his helmet off and he's getting recalibrated, I guess. And that's the scene that stuck with me as we left. You know, it wasn't the. It, it wasn't the scene where Luke loses his arm or anything like that. It was that scene that stuck with me. And then, you know, fast forward years later, I went and watched the the prequels and I didn't like them as they came out. I was like, these are terrible. I don't know what this guy was thinking. <laughs> but at, in my head, I knew I'm like, well, first of all, when I watched the trilogy the first time I was, you know, what? Jedi Return of the Jedi came out in 82. So I was eight you know, and I watched it in the theater like three or four times. I loved it. I remember watching the Ewok movie on ABC when it came out. I loved it, you know, but I was of the age. You yeah, know, all those Kenner toys were built for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. My age group. Mm-hmm. So I romanticized all that and loved it. And when I went and saw the prequels, I realized uh, I was in my late 20s then. And I was already like, OK, I'm already too old for this. And. At least I had the forethought when I watched it. I didn't like it. I didn't talk shit about it to kids because for them, it was a different experience. Those movies weren't meant for me. They weren't made. They were made for me in the fact that I watched the first trilogy and everybody wants wants to be the same feelings they got when they watched the first time. But that's impossible. It's impossible for George Lucas to do that. What he can do is think of the target audience he did in 1977 for Star Wars, Empire, and Return and try to build that for them then and that's what he did and so it's like when people talk shit about those prequels most of the time i feel like they were probably already past the age that those movies were meant for but yeah. they wanted it to be for them i mean believe it or yeah. not I, I i was 13 when episode one came out loved it yeah. first time i saw it i loved it i i, I, I don't was... believe you were 13 I that's a lie <laughs> you were 13 <laughs> when uh episode two came out you know i was i was 16 and then i was 19 when uh episode three came out i yeah. loved all three of them it was later as I as I you know got older and obviously the internet played a big role in this. Just yeah. realizing and understanding how bad episode one actually is, but it's weird because there's now this generation and uh, my co-host of on Bridging the Geekdoms, Colton Bird, is is one of them. They have this love for the Phantom Menace that is really yeah. bizarre and weird because they really really love it exactly. Yeah. yeah, and these really young kids, these kids that were like eight nine years old. Even younger, five years. Jar Jar Binks at six. Yeah, I mean, dude, he's a kid character, man. Yeah, like he belongs in Sesame Street. Who wouldn't love that? But but that's that's so weird. Yeah, it's really bizarre how how they've gotten into or they've they've not gotten into, but they've uh, now shown their love and and brought that movie back essentially. But it's also kind of easy because of the the toxicity that's surrounding the sequel trilogy today. Yeah. Yeah. So bringing the prequels back is kind of the only thing. I look at it this way. I'm a huge Metallica fan. Okay. Uh, I didn't get into Metallica till much later in life. But to me, when I started getting into them, my my friends were like, all right, you're going to start from the beginning. You know, here's Kill 'em All, here's Injustice, here, you know, like all that stuff. Yeah. You know, Master of Puppets, everything. Those are my favorites. You, you get, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get to Metallica, the Black Album, as it's called, or known, yeah. not called, as it's known. 
You get to that, and it's really good, but you can tell they're starting to, to change tonally. Well, then, Bob Rock took over as producer, and it changed everything. Exactly. Yeah. You, you get to load and reload, and you're like, E. But yeah. then more pop. But then you hit. But then you hit Saint Anger, and then you're like, you know what? Load last and reload aren't that bad. Yeah. Last <laughs> Bob Rock was out. So I think that's kind of what happened there, you know, because yeah. I think uh, with Star Wars, it's kind of like, oh, sequel trilogy. Okay, it's 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 Star Wars. Yeah. But those prequels are not that bad now, you know, and I think that's how people are looking at it, a large majority of them. I'm not saying yeah. that, I'm not sitting here saying that the sequel trilogy is better or worse than a prequel trilogy because I have a love-hate relationship with everything when it comes to Star Wars. There's things I love about it. There's things I don't like about it. I like... Ray as a character, I think she's great. I like the fact that she's Palpatine's granddaughter. I thought that was a great <laughs> twist because of all the people I was thinking about. For some reason, I never thought Palpatine. Yeah, see, see, if you were listening to our podcast a couple years ago, you would have known you I called it. it. I called it. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Can, can confirm. Yeah, <laughs> and I like uh, what's his name that's playing. Oh God, he's he's the emo Darth Maul. Uh, Adam Driver. Kyle, yeah, Adam, Kyle, I, Kyle, I love Adam. Adam Driver. He's great. You watch him in other movies. He's amazing. Yeah, he is. He, he's he's awesome. Yeah. I like him. I hated how they treated Luke. I didn't like the treatment that he got in the way they. I don't like how they killed him. Didn't make any sense. You know, at least with Yoda, his training was near completion. It was like a big moment of him being there and nursing Yoda as he passes on. It wasn't just a. You know, I mean, he's like meditating and yeah. then dies. It's like, wait, what? I mean, at least give me the Obi Wan. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, it was a little more than just meditating, but <laughs> I, yeah, but you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I like disappointed. Talk about the prequels and the sequels. Like, okay, so I was 17 when the episode one came out, and I remember going and seeing it. And like I said, I wasn't a huge Star Wars fan, right? But I, mean, I, I, I went to Manic. I must have been in high school, so because I was 17, this came out in '99. And we sat and rewatched it probably right before that. So probably, I was probably 17 when the whole rewatch story happened. I was 25. And I mem- yeah, I remember going and seeing it at, when it came out. And I don't remember anybody I knew talking shit about it. Everybody I knew loved it. Yeah. Everybody I knew thought it was really cool. They loved the pod racing. They loved, they didn't like Dr. Arbanes, but they loved the, the special effects were super cool. They liked all this stuff about it. You know, everybody was, was jazz. I mean, I saw it three times in theater with my buddy Nick and stuff. I saw it once here. I saw it once in Pittsburgh. And I saw it once back in, back in Seattle. And oh. uh, you saw it you know, in Pittsburgh. I did see it might have been in that theater with you. <laughs> <laughs> Unlikely, <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I went and saw Tarzan and that movie the same day. <laughs> Ew, weird. <laughs> but so I mean, everybody loved it. Weird and then, combo. You know, <laughs> you talk about you know, kids from that day, uh, like Colton, you know, romanticizing the, the, the prequel trilogy. I got a son who's 14, Jacob, who's super into Star Wars. Yeah. He hates Ray. He hates Kylo Ren. He thinks Kylo Ren's stupid. He thinks yeah. Ray's a dumbass character. He loves Anakin. So his favorite movies are the prequels. Like, he likes the prequels. He likes watching Anakin go from a kid to Darth Vader. Like, that's right. his story. And he's 14. He 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 enjoyed the, the sequel trilogy, but he's like, he just didn't care for it because he thought, I mean, he thought, he thinks he thinks Leia's the most badass character in Star Wars. But she <laughs> thinks, he, th- he thinks she's the most badass character overall. And he thinks that the Anakin story is the best story. And he thinks that Kylo Ren is too much trying to copy Vader, and he just didn't didn't care for it. It's it's just funny to see that the reactions that different people have to those movies. Yeah, you know? I mean, for I me, mean, I, I mean, 
the original trilogy I, I, I caught mid nineties and yeah. my reaction was, it was an escape. I, you know, I had some issues in in school growing up. Uh, I was picked on and stuff like that. And star Wars was my outlet. I was able to, to escape every weekend by coming home on a Friday and popping in, you know, the VHS of a new hope or empire or something like Better that. Than yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Than math, yeah. <laughs> uh, when it came to the prequels, my love was just so deep and big into star Wars that I was able to just continue that love. And uh, my mom, you know, would take me and my friends to go see the movies as they were coming out. So it, it was yeah, just, you know, awesome. one of those fun things to do with my friends and, and my mom Jump to the sequel trilogy. Uh, for me, it wasn't, I mean, while I was excited, absolutely, The Force Awakens, there was, nothing has topped the excitement that I had for The Force Awakens ever. That yeah. was just the, and I think that's across the board for every Star Wars fan. The excitement was just so high. But the thing that that really, really got me was being able to enjoy that with my kids. Taking yeah, my kids cool. to see Star Wars for yeah. the first time. That's, yep. and and you take a look at that, it's it's generational. You know, I when I started, it was my mom and my uncle that they were taking me to go see the original trilogy in theaters when they were re releasing in special edition. You know, then yeah. my mom took me during the, the prequels, but I was experiencing it with my friends and I was a different age and it, it was just a different experience. And now I'm doing the same thing with my kids, I'm taking them to go see it. And it, that to me, you know, and, and that's what the one thing I loved about what Star Wars or Lucasfilm and Disney were doing was they were releasing one every year around Christmas. It was an awesome, you know, yearly tradition. And now yeah. they stopped doing it. And I'm like, ah, but that, yeah. that was a really cool tradition that we got to do for a number of years there. And I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Do they not have one coming out this Christmas? No, there's nothing technically coming out this year. There's nothing technically officially dated yet. Uh, there's wow. a movie, I think, announced for 2021 or 2022. Uh, Are they going right to do another Han Solo? I wish. The, I love that movie. That movie I've, like I've three times. That <laughs> I haven't seen that one. It, it's, I loved it. I thought the guy they picked to play Han Solo did excellent. Yeah. Why oh, the, come why on, Don, the hate. Donald Glover as Lando was, was superb. Oh, he was great. He, was, he played him perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. And, yeah, I don't know. I love that movie. I don't understand why people are giving it hate. I hope they do a second one. I that's there's actually there's a movement on Twitter, not quite as big as the other. There's not it's not as quite as big as the other movement that's going on right now. But uh, there what, is a Spider Cut. Uh, yeah, yeah. There is a make there is a make uh, solo two or make solo two something like that type of movement out there, and yeah, uh, people really want it. It's one of those things like it was a movie that we didn't need. Nobody asked for. But it was actually yeah. really good. It really was. I wish more people would have gone to see it and not kind of hey, push back at Disney. When I was growing up, man, it was all about Han Solo. That was it was either him or Darth Vader. That's what yeah. everybody wanted to play as when we were playing pretend. <laughs> That's who you wanted to when you got your your Kenner action figures with the Kung Fu grip, man. <laughs> That's what you wanted. You I, wanted to be yeah, you either wanted to be <clears throat> Han Solo. Or Darth Vader. So I, I know that maybe people were asking. I always wanted a solo Han Solo movie forever. Yeah. Solo Han Solo. <laughs> I, I got kind of I, I got kind of yeah. lucky because I got into it in the mid-90s and the expanded universe was starting there. Yeah. So I didn't have to just pick from the characters in the movies. You know, yeah. we had Dash Rendar from Shadows of the Empire, who was one of my favorites, you know. And uh, you had, you know, Wedge Antilles. His story was was a lot bigger now because of what was coming out in the, in the EU. And there was yeah. a lot of things that were really cool. At my age, uh, the toys were huge the power of the force toys oh come on there's nothing better but 
you know, it, it that's just how it is. I, I, I love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't tell. We couldn't I, tell I, at all. I'm starting to lose my train of thought here because I'm like, ah, Star Wars. <laughs> I, I, I love Star Wars. <laughs> I love it. So what do you think of Rogue One? Yeah, what was your thoughts on Rogue One? I do enjoy Rogue One. I really do. <laughs> you're gonna, you're, you guys are going to laugh at me or hate me for this. Yeah. <laughs> I want the Gareth Edwards version of that movie. <laughs> of course you do. It was, was he the director? He was he is the one credited oh, for he being was the director. Original director yeah. that they cut out and Ron Howard came in. And no, 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 that's Solo. Ron Howard is Solo. Oh. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh the guy who did the Jason Bourne film came in to finish Rogue One. I don't remember his name. Why 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 did they get rid of him? Uh they felt like it was it wasn't going in the direction that they wanted the Star Wars movie to go. I think they were they thought it was too much of a warsy film. Like it was too uh, war, too much war. That's the whole point Tony of that Gilroy. thing. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Tony, Tony, Gil- Tony, Tony Gilroy. Gilroy. Yeah. yeah. So he came in now. Here's the thing though. Tony Gilroy is the one who shot the Darth Vader hallway scene, which, which is the greatest Darth Vader scene ever. Made. <laughs> exactly. So oh my God, it's such a good scene, but you I, know what? That's similar to Superman to the Richard Donner. Richard Donner got fired from Superman 2. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember who brought it in, but the guy that came in and took over is the one that wrote the line, son of Jarrell, kneel before Zod. We wouldn't have that great line. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unfortunate that you know, some, of, some of those great moments can be left out if they would have stayed one direction or anything like that. But, yeah, but when Richard Donner went back and recut the movie and they released the Donner cut, he left that in. Yeah. But the yeah. whole, almost the you entire third act of Rogue One was reshot and yeah. redone. And I, I just want to see that, <laughs> that old, that other maybe, version. Actually, because that beach scene could have been so much more. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, the, it was saving private Star Wars. Exactly. Ready to go. <laughs> That's and what I wanted to see. It. And I'm yeah. not saying I really do enjoy the movie. I actually prefer Solo. I like Solo more than Rogue One, which people are going to be like, what, how? I'm about the same. I don't know. I That Vader scene in Rogue One is so fucking badass. Yeah. It's hard not to, to but, love it. But, I mean, I, I could just turn on the movie, watch that scene, and then go watch yeah. all of Solo. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I was kind of mad because I liked the girl. I liked her character. I liked yeah. the fact that her dad was a scientist for, for the Empire that was fighting against it within, yeah. you know what I mean? And he had this huge internal conflict with himself, creating the Death Star and doing, that was such a great dynamic. Yeah. And I was really mad. I was, I don't know. I was really bummed that they killed her off, that they, you know what I mean? They destroyed the planet and they presumably hey, they all died. Spoiler. Sorry, John, everybody dies at the end. <laughs> uh, have you not seen it? Rogue, I've seen Rogue One. Oh, I've okay. seen Solo. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, well, I, I, I didn't, I didn't expect him all to die at the end. When I saw it the first time. I thought, no, I like, what the hell? I, I knew it makes coming. Sense. I was like, it's coming. They're going to kill them all. I know it. They're going to kill them all. And this sucks because yeah. I, I'm I, invested in these characters. I encourage I you all. Android. I encourage you yeah. all to go find. There's, uh, somewhere out there, I can't remember where it is. The original idea for the characters weren't wasn't to die on the planet. There, there was actually going yeah. to be like a chase at the end of of them getting the plans and them dying in in space somewhere. It, it's insane. Like uh, you guys should definitely go and find it because well, it's it's interesting. It's cool that uh, I mean, Disney doesn't always go that dark, especially on a Disney imprinted movie. Yeah, and the fact that they did it, I mean, I'll, I'll give hats off. They went there. I you know and. It's kind of funny that they kill them all, but don't want to have it more violent on the war scenes to get to that point. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's 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 a weird dichotomy, but at the same time, 
I just I was bumming. I really liked that girl as the character. Yeah, I can't remember Jen Urso. Huh? Yeah, Jane Ur- I mean, she was Jen, so good. not Jen. Jen, like, Jen. Ah. Yeah, honestly, K two S O a lot. I I wasn't a big fan of K two S O. I have a pro like I, I suck. No droid has lived up to R two and three PO in Star Wars. <laughs> they just they just haven't. <laughs> so BB eight BB eight was close. BB eight was close. Uh, you know, but K2SO was too comedic. Like you had this dry humor, humor with C3PO and R2D2, you know, and K2SO was just too comedic for me. And I never got attached to that character, to, to what they were trying to do with him at all. And uh, I, I don't fault anybody for liking it because it is a different way of, of going with that character or with a, a droid, but they've seemed since Lucasfilm has gone to Disney. They've they've utilized the droids as more of slapstick comedy than yeah. the dry humor that George Lucas well, intended with them. Well, the, the, uh, he, no, 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 no. He was using the droids as slapstick comedy in the in the prequel trilogy. The droids of prequel trilogy are very much slapstick. <laughs> okay, so and he started that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Attack of the Clones. I could see that in Attack of the Clones. They were kind of yeah. they, they were but kind of missing in Revenge of the Sith. Didn't say funny things to be funny. They just did funny things without realizing. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That was kind of the. And the that whole didn't thing change. That. They were always like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's go each movie, and say just your one favorite scene from each movie. All right. Okay. So we'll start off Star Wars, The New Hope. Robert, you go. First. Oh, me. Okay. Um, it's pretty simple. It's the the um. <laughs> the the sunset scene, you know, the uh, while Luke is looking over and looking at the sunset and, and seeing his whole world in front of him, essentially. I mean, that's an yeah. iconic scene. The binary sunset. There we go. Couldn't remember the name. Got it. Binary sunset. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny? Oh, uh, shit. Um, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Well, what sticks out to you when you think of that movie? That's going to probably be your favorite scene. Uh, if not your most memorable scene from a new hope. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it Luke kissing his sister? Because I can see that being your that, favorite. That's not in a new thought, hope. That, that's in, that's in the, uh, actually no, that, there, there is a scene in there where she kisses him right before they go yeah, across, they go across the, the, the yeah. when, when, when they're in the death star. Right. Yeah. But the one, where, the one where he's laying down and she kisses him, whatever that, that's an empire. Though, that's it? empire. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking, I'm talking about when he's using his grappling well, hook. That's not my scene. That's not my okay. scene. Uh, <laughs> like seeing Luke use his grappling hook. <laughs> yeah. No, I would have to probably. Shit, I don't know. I like the actually. Actually, you know what? I like the the last scene. Not the last scene, but the last base battle of the movie when they take out the Death Star. Hmm. I like. Oh that. yeah. The when they're flying the the Tie Fighters and they're chasing the X wings around. That's probably my favorite scene of that movie. My favorite scene in in Star Wars: A New Hope is when C three PO and RTD2 are trying to to they're they're in the um where are they at? They're in one of the little rooms and they're messing with the computer system and you see a line of stormtroopers go through the doorway and one of them hits their head on the door on the doorstop. Dunk. <laughs> they keep going and it was a total mistake that George just missed and left in the movie. I love that scene because it yeah. just I don't know. It's I I like I like it when my sci-fi is is has a little bit of comedy but it has a little bit of realism in the fact that that's how, you know, that shit happens. <laughs> and we all happen. laugh. <laughs> so I kind of like that scene. What about Empire? Uh, Yoda 
teaching Luke, uh, raising the the X wing out of out of the water. Uh, to great. me, it's it, it, the first off, the music is incredible. There, uh, it's one of my favorite pieces. John Williams, man. Yeah, oh man, John Williams. It's one of my favorite pieces. Nope. But yeah, it, that's that's it for me. What about you, John? Uh, sibling love, of course. Uh, no, probably the um, <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, Empire. So, he's, so, he's like sweating. Well, I, I'm not. A, I'm not. I don't watch all. I haven't watched all these. What you guys have? I'll be <clears> honest. Um, probably the the one that sticks out in my head the most is the um, the Tauntaun. When he, is that, that's what he cuts open. Mm-hmm. That, oh, that's that? a what, great what, what, scene, though. Yeah. yeah, that's a great scene. That's what sticks out to me from for that movie. I think for me it is. Well, I already said my favorite scene because it's something that is personal to me. Of remembering, you know, going to the going with my family so yeah. i'm gonna stick with with vader's helmet getting lifted off of him and mm. being in that chair and everything right what about Good. uh return revenge of the jedi uh, no return <laughs> of the jedi it changed <laughs> uh, that's tough that, that's that's my favorite movie out of the whole saga so it's really tough to just pick one scene that but, might be my favorite well <clears throat> empire is definitely my favorite that that is a close second though i think i'm gonna go with the uh, uh again it's gonna be because of a john williams score which this is my favorite piece of music in all of star wars which yeah. is luke and leia they're on Endor, and luke explains to leia what he has to go and do it's such an emotional scene and powerful scene because he's first off he's telling leia like hey you're my sister uh my dad is also your dad who's darth vader and right. i'm going to kill myself basically because i have to go face him <laughs> so you know By like it, yeah and it's just such an emotional and powerful scene that i think people overlook a lot and one thing i love about it and we're going to get to this Endor. what's that when they're on Endor, yeah yeah, and, and and it kind of is a parallel to what my favorite scene from an upcoming movie is going to be as well. Nice. What about you, Johnny? You, you have a favorite scene, or are you going to be like, oh, I didn't watch it? No, no, no. It's, <laughs> no. <laughs> the scene where uh, it's the, the ending scene where they're having the dance party with the Ewoks. Shut up. <laughs> no, no. Here, here's why. Let, hear me out. Is it all right? Yubnub. You got to use Yubnub. Yubnub. <laughs> yubnub. Here's, here's why. That's that sticks out to me because I remember that scene while watching it, watching that as a kid, as yeah. like a nine year old kid. That yeah. and I remember seeing that with my dad, and that whole like I I was I thought it was hilarious. That's a kid, and so that's what always sticks out from that movie to me is that scene. That's legit. Yeah, that's so. legit. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, it's the burning of Vader. Yeah. I thought that was pretty crazy. I remember going, I can't believe, I remember when I saw that in the theater, I was like, I can't believe they showed that. And I I cared up because, uh, you know, when you play with Vader dolls, when you're like six, seven, then him being evil doesn't come across. Mm -hmm. And then when he actually lifts up the emperor and throws him down and through into the Death Star, you're like, he is good. I knew it. I knew he was good. And then, you know, and then he dies and you're just like bummed because you're like, oh, now Luke lost his dad and you're just kind of bummed out. Yeah. And then when he burns the body at the, you know, that that whole scene was was pretty good. And the music too during that scene is very emotional. And then they did a great job. So what's next? I guess the next one to release would be the Phantom Menace. Yeah. And are, are we wait wait are we skipping the Ewok movies and the holiday special? Yes, I think so. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, the Ewok movie is it even in canon anymore? Mm-mm. 
No. No, but the holiday special is. Kind of. Is it? Kind of. Not the holiday special, but Life Day is. We know Life Day yeah. definitely is. Which came from the holiday special. <laughs> True. <laughs> so did Bubba Fett. Was That's his first appearance. Technically, his first appearance was at a parade in Santa Monica, I believe. But yeah, but not, that, that's not on screen, though. No, yeah, no, that's okay. not on screen. <laughs> that's not everybody knowing, unless you're at that parade. You, see, like, you wouldn't even know that's Boba Fett. You'd be like, uh, and you know what? Fuck that. I still say Bubba because that's what I said when I was a kid. Bubba Fett. Bubba fucking Fett. And I had Bubba Fett underoos. I definitely thought you were going to say I have Bubba Fett tattooed on my ass. <laughs> I had Bubba Fett fucking underoos. And I hate it when somebody goes, it's Boba. I'm like, fuck you. You know what? Dude, you watch Star Wars for 40 years and you can tell me how to fucking say it. But kiss off. For, for, years, for years, I called him Dark Vader, not Darth. I was always Dark Vader. Dark that, in my head, Dark Vader made sense because he was dark and evil. Uh, fuck you. I was like nine. Yeah. It's kind of precious. <laughs> I thought precious. It's, kind of, it's good, though. I can, I can see that. I, you know what? I actually would not be surprised if George Lucas ever came out. He goes, originally, he was going to be Dark Vader. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> all right. So, so Phantom Menace, right? That's Phantom where we're at. Yeah, Phantom let's, Menace. Let's, let's keep it moving. <laughs> Uh, when Jar Jar steps in poop, no, uh, <laughs> no, my duel of the fates. You know, the, uh, being 13 years old, and prior to that, all we've ever seen was one v one lightsaber battles. You know, we saw Obi Wan Invader, we saw Luke Invader, we saw Luke Invader again. That's all we ever saw. So that moment in Phantom Menace, when that that door opens up and Darth Maul's yeah. like, "Hey, check this out." Pew, pew, He's got two lightsabers, <laughs> you know, but it's one. You're like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon go at him. I mean, it's it's the quintessential scene for that film and almost for the, the prequel scene. trilogy. I mean, that's that's what that's what everybody thinks about when you think of the prequel trilogy is that moment. And yeah, I mean, that's can you say anything else? And then uh, again, I'm going to say it again. The awesome score by John Williams. <laughs> Yeah. So for me, for me, that but that's an awesome, amazing fucking scene. Uh, but for me, what always stuck out because I'm I'm kind of answering the question more. What do I remember from the film? What stands out? Yeah. Uh, for me, it's like I I it was the pod racing because I went <sighs> to the pod racing. Ah. Shut up. <laughs> Two. I played the N64 pod racing game. That game was amazing. I hated the pod <laughs> racing movie, but the game was amazing. So I, I played the game and then I'd watch. I'd, you know, it, the pod. I'd remind, remind me of the scene in the movie. But the the Darth the Darth Maul battle scene is fucking badass too. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I think mine was just seeing C three PO in a hump, and 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 just like you know what I mean, not all not together yet. And you come in, you're like, oh my god, that's the beginning of C three PO right there. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of cool. That's what I remember oh, all the time. Damn dog. Sorry. Go. Yeah. Who's, so what's what's next? It's Attack of the Clones. No, right? No. It's yes, Attack of the Clones. Is it oh, the second movie? Yes, it's the next one. Uh, this one's going to be a little sappy, but it is a sappy movie. I mean, it's essentially a love story. That's what Attack of the Clones is. It's all about yeah. you know Anakin and Padme falling in love. And uh, again, another underrated scene, in my opinion, is the the moment the first time they kiss, which is right before they go into the arena. Oh, he's so romantical. And uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's that moment. That's that is the true like start of the downfall of Anakin Skywalker right there. Because had those two not fallen in love and, and gotten together, Palpatine wouldn't have been able to to utilize that relationship to, you know, manipulate Anakin and to become. I don't think it would have been just some other chick, some other floozy and <laughs> a, a Jedi freaking rogue. Some other floozy. <laughs> I love your cinnamon 
bun hairdo. Come on over, lady. <laughs> that's his mom. No, that's his daughter. What are you doing? <laughs> well, she's now with her brother, so why not? <laughs> the big space world, man. Come on. <laughs> I think in my scene, I, my, my favorite part of that movie. Are we skipping me? No, we'll do. <laughs> Don't worry about it. This way? I don't know. This way? I don't know where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> but I just... Sorry, Johnny. I actually just jumped ahead on accident. Anyways, I think my favorite scene, though, is when uh, Obi-Wan lands on the platform in that ocean city. Mm. Yeah. All the water's coming Camino. up. It just looks yeah. so cool. You know? And then he meets the uh, the, the people that are making the clones. Mm. Is that That's in the second one, right? Yep. I'm not mixing yep. this up. That's the second one. Yeah. yeah. I love that scene. I thought it was... I don't know. I thought that was my that was definitely my favorite scene, and that's a that's what always comes to mind when I think of it. John, okay, Johnny, what's John, yours? John, I don't <laughs> remember that movie at all, so I don't have one. You know what? <laughs> I, I don't remember that movie at all, so I can't tell. I don't remember anything about that movie. Really? You McGregor's I mean, sure, hair, terrible hairstyle in that movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, but like, it, the, the, so honestly, the second movie kind of it like blends between the first and third one for me. So I can never figure out which one that scene is from in my yeah. head. So I, I, I got nothing for that one. Well, you get to learn who uh Boba Bubba Fett is Mr. Fett. Oh, uh, that was dumb, but I, I fucking hated Django Fett the whole time. So you hated Django Fett. Yeah. I, I could not stand. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a scene from that movie that I remember. And like, I, you, you talked about them, him going to the, the make the clones. I remember that. But Here's a cool scene. Cool scene is, Obi-Wan and Jango Fett dogfighting in space over Geonosis. That was a cool scene. Uh, just the okay. sound effects and everything yeah. like that that they did. The sound design for that was fantastic. Okay. I remember that. I'll, I'll, that that's my scene right there. So <laughs> on the third one, John, what's, what's the name of the third movie? John, do you know? I know. Re- Revenge of the Sith. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> a doy. Johnny, you want to go first? You you have a scene from that? Uh, let Robert go so I can, th- so I can think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, terrible. <laughs> All right. All right. So, absolutely, hands down. And while Return of the Jedi is my favorite movie, uh, the scene, this scene is probably my favorite, second favorite. I don't know. It's tough. Like, Revenge of the yeah, Sith and Return of the tough. Jedi just go back and forth for me for first favorite film. But the moment where Obi Wan finally defeats Anakin. Anakin's laying right at the side of the, the the lava river, and you know Obi Wan is just—he's just his—he's laying everything out. He's like, "You were my brother, Anakin. I loved you, you know." But you were the chosen one, Anakin. The, the hate that's flowing through Anakin at that moment—you know—he's like, "I hate you," and it's just—it hits you so much. Right there, I didn't understand where the hate from Anakin came from. Yeah, it never hit me. I I never thought that they they put the right things in place because Obi Wan only ever showed him love, compassion when everybody else was saying he's a bad seed, he's not going to work out, he's going to turn. Obi Wan only ever showed him. love Think and of compassion. it this way: Anakin's main drive was to protect his wife, to save Padme's life. That is why he was doing what he was doing. In that moment, Obi Wan ruined that. In Anakin's eyes, Obi-Wan is the reason why Padme dies because of him defeating Anakin and essentially killing Anakin. You know, like Obi-Wan thought at that moment that Anakin was going to be dead. So you have to think like, holy crap. Say that. Well, like if you have that feeling, 
wouldn't you like shout that at the top of your lungs that you well, killed my fucking wife? It's your save fault. Martha. All right, the people be freaking out. Save Martha. Like, yeah. right? But, but honestly, <laughs> wouldn't you be like the emotions that you would coming out of you? I don't, I don't know. I I don't see it that way. I, I felt like they built this whole relationship up so long. You know what I mean? And then they had him to be such a sweet kid in the first one and then go through all this training in the second one. And it was all love and compassion coming from Obi-Wan. And but you didn't but you didn't see so you're saying you never saw the I mean the second one is so big like he's like Obi-Wan doesn't you know believe in me Obi-Wan doesn't trust me like he says that like a few times in Attack of the Clones and in Revenge of the Sith I've said that about my dad when I was growing up (laughs) you know kids say that shit teenagers say that stuff yeah when they get older that changes and they don't actually there's only feel a, that way. there's only a couple years between attack of the clones and revenge of the sith though it's not like he's yeah. 10 15 years older he's literally like two or three I'm years just older saying, like when i look at those three movies that could have been that that relationship should have been more tumultuous from the beginning watch like he should have been like i thought he should have been pissed off that they took him away from his mother which it seemed like he didn't even fucking care you know what i mean they never talk they never talk about his mom after just Basically saying, hey, we're going to go ahead and take him into Jedi school because, yeah, because, he, you know, he's blah, 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 and he needs to go into this training. Well, you know what? If someone comes to try to take my six-year-old into a fucking school because thinking I'm never going to see her, fuck you, I'm out. No, You're not taking no, nobody. No, no, no. There was taking him out of slavery. There were slaves. This was his mother was like, look, if he can get out of slavery, take him. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I, I, I get it. But I'm just saying, you know, name one kid you would give up. Yours, uh, right you wouldn't. You wouldn't give up any of your kids. You know what I'm saying? That one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> the one right over there. <laughs> you know, I'm just. I'm just saying. At least, but for him at that age, that understanding wouldn't be there. Yeah. It was just being ripping away from his mother. Not hey, da 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 da. I'm just. It's an avenue they could have used to show why he was the way he was. That's all. John, what's your favorite? <laughs> uh, what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was—I I, I literally, legit was going to say the ending fight scene when Obi Wan defeats has a higher ground. The whole yeah, you, know, you were the chosen cool one beat. thing. That scene just always—that scene sounds out as the good, but what follows that is the bad. Where the whole Vader goes, no, it was a terrible. Scene, I still but, say if they would have just had no. him not just go ah and not no, it would have been better. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. favorite scene was the uh, when he kills all the Padawans. And it's not because he killed the Padawans or anything like thing like that. It's just that's like dark. They actually went to that level. You know what I mean? And I liked how they did it. They didn't show anything. They just show him coming in the Padawan because I hate Master it when they show Skywalker. Kids getting, yeah, I hate it when they show kids getting having <laughs> massive violence like that against kids. I can't. I can't watch a movie when they do that. Well, but it, the way they did it was we, it was really good. We do see like a teenage Jedi get killed in that movie. Uh, do we? Yeah, uh, George Lucas's son, Jet Lucas, is one he gets killed uh, at one point when uh, Senator Organa is going to the Jedi Temple. I think it's the Jedi Temple. He's going to see what's going right. on, and he's the the Jedi's out there like doing flips and trying to to fight the clones. They just shoot him right in front of Senator Organa. He's like, "What the hell just happened?" He's like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> you think George was like, "You didn't take the trash out last night." <laughs> so we uh we we jump into to the force awakens here force awakens 
Yeah, I guess we're jumping in the Force Awakens. I, I feel like I mean, that's I, next. That's the next one. I feel like I annoyed Robert when I was saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, what's your favorite scene, John? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Kenrick. I know, right? Sorry, I didn't mean to do that to you. Uh, Force Awakens. That's that's a tough one. Uh, only because there's nothing that really sticks out except for the moment on the catwalk with Han and, and Kylo Ren and Ben Solo. Yeah. You know, that that's such an emotional and, and powerful scene, but it's not that exactly because J.J. found a way to utilize Chewbacca in a way that I never thought would be able to be utilized. And he does it twice in that trilogy where yeah. when Han Solo dies... You know, you you feel it. Like, when he stabs Han Solo, you're like, oh, God. Like, that just happened. But it's the moment that Chewie goes, Rawr! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... That's a perfect Chewie. Ah. <laughs> thanks, <Perfect> thanks. Get him in costume. <laughs> but when, yeah, like, it's his roar, his cry that his best friend just died that always got me while watching that movie. Like, I wouldn't, like, I'd tear up a little bit because Han just got stabbed, but then I, Chewie screams. I'm like, no, not Han. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I didn't like that. I think that came from Harrison Ford, right? He wanted to have that death scene. Not that necessarily. I mean, he, Harrison Ford always wanted to to be killed off during the original trilogy, only because he felt that was kind of the the best way for the character arc to go because of the kind of character he was. But George Lucas just didn't want to go that route, and uh, you know what happened yeah. happened. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he came back in the third one, so yeah, he did. But. Yeah, on, on solo. Yeah, he was in the dream sequence at the end with the oh, well, yeah, 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 force yeah, dream. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, a force dream. It was just it was a memory. He was talking. He was. We'll get to that. It's a fucking force dream. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, my favorite scene in Force Awakens. So I really liked it's 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 early in the movie too. It's when you it's kind of like when you first meet Ray and she's in that down Devastator or Death Star not Death Star but uh, it's a Devastator it's right or Star Destroyer. Star Destroyer. Thank you. I know why it's a Devastator, which is like. You were repelling down, of course, right? <laughs> but that whole, that whole, the whole, just the magnitude the of that crossover. scene, seeing it on, on that, it just that was my favorite. That the whole meeting of of Ray, like you learn about her and just all this stuff she's doing, not even even talking. That whole when you meet BBA, I don't know, like that yeah. whole first like thirty minutes of the movie. You like that was your favorite? Yeah, yeah. I think my my mine's easy. When they show the Millennium Falcon and they start uh, it up, all the feels. All the feels of the feels. being a little kid and seeing that for the first time <clears throat> and seeing them go into hyper, uh, hyperdrive and everything. I, that was it. I was like, holy shit. I, I think I even put that on Facebook when I got out of the movie. <laughs> I was like, when you see the Millennium Falcon and they get in and they start it up, all the feels come back from the, they, that for some reason for me, JJ Abrams hit every freaking mark at that, on that scene. That, that that I'll never forget. Nice, nice. <clears throat> so what's, what's next? The, what's are we going? Are, are we going number order? Or are we going release order? Release uh, order. So are we going to touch the the standalone films? So Rogue One and Got Solo. It. Oh yeah, let's do, yeah, let's do it. Uh, then Rogue One. Rogue One. Rogue One came next. Rogue right? One's next. Yeah. Yeah. So. We already kind of talked about Rogue One, but what's your favorite scene, Robert? Ah, Darth Vader hallway scene. <laughs> yeah, it's a Darth Vader hallway scene. <laughs> I mean, Darth Vader hallway I scene. All right, use anything else in that movie. <laughs> all right, all right. Moving on to Episode Eight, the Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Uh, <laughs> I, this is a hard one. It, it really is. I, I 
Look, it's not my favorite of the, the saga. It's not my yeah. least favorite, but it's it's tough because there's not a lot there that is what memorable. What's your favorite scene? What's that? Seeing the porgs for the first Heck time. Heck yeah, the porgs are chewy frying up a porg. All the porgs. All the porgs. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, honestly, I, I think I'm going to go with the... Um, the the lightsaber battle between Luke and Kylo, even though it was a force vision or force, you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, projection, yeah. force projection. It was an amazing and it was such a beautiful scene. If if Ryan Johnson got one thing right in that movie, it was the cinematography. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what was my favorite scene in that movie. I skipping me again. God. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Go, you know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, just go. Okay, okay. cool. So my favorite, my favorite scene of the last. Well, mine is. Was... The... <laughs> this is better, just you and I, dude. Okay, all right. <laughs> and that was John Horsley. <laughs> so mean. As you close to the stream. <laughs> That was your favorite scene, John. <laughs> uh, my favorite scene of The Last Jedi was when it was over and I got to leave the theater. <laughs> Shut up. Is that what you're Fucking going hate. with? I, I did not like that movie at all. I, there's, like, there were some cool scenes. Like Visually, the fight scene was cool with the, Kylo and Luke. But yeah. I, I've only seen it once. I never, never rewatched it. But I walked out of the theater going... The fuck did I just watch? I don't want to watch You know, it. I, I kind of, I got to go back here real quick. I'm sorry, because my favorite scene, while that is a great scene, my favorite scene, this is the one I wanted to connect to Return of the Jedi. God walking out of the movie theater at the end. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. the, the parallels of the meeting with Luke and Leia and the last Jedi prior to him going and facing down Kylo, comparing that to Return of the Jedi where they last spoke, you know, before he went to go down and face Vader. I thought that was a beautiful you know, scene parallel. as well. Yeah. Parallel and everything. It's yeah. It's a good parallel. Yeah. 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 I don't know what my favorite scene in that movie is. Was it when I walked out of the theater? Yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is we try to do a whole episode about that live, right? Johnny, wasn't yeah. that when we tried to do it on? Uh, we did it with Mike Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. And we just had so many, I, I mean, honestly, I think that movie will always remind me of that ep- podcast episode that yep. we did because it was so funny. Like everything was working 100% up until the minute we started. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Pe- all the Peacock shit stopped working. Yep. And so it's like a, there's like a four second delay on everything. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah. And I had to do all this editing. And then I went and saw, and I don't, I don't remember, this was like right before it came out, right after it came out. And then I went and saw it, and I was like underwhelmed, you know, because so I loved, no. I, I still like Force Awakens. I don't understand why people don't. Uh, me too. Like I it. love that movie. I love it's, that It's movie. fun. You know what I mean? It brought back a lot of feels and it was it was a good time. I got to I can't even 99% I can't even remember the title of the movie. <laughs> last Jedi. Yeah. No, that's not the last Jedi, is it? The second one? Episode yeah. eight. Oh, the, eighth, yeah. the eighth one? Yeah, it's the last yeah. Jedi. Oh. God. I, I guess and really, we, I kinda like the the parallel of Ray going and, and, and finding Luke and starting I I kind of wish they would have done more of the training. Like yeah. the, I, I wanted a montage, you know, less green. And I milk. wanted some things, but some of the parallel was cool when she was having the the force dreams with uh, Kylo Ren while she was yeah. training with Luke. That was kind of neat. It kind of reminded me a lot of what Luke was going through when he went into the swamp and he fought Vader, and then you know he 
strikes him down and the, the helmet opens up and it's Luke. <clears throat> you know, and that was your big <clears throat> reveal, really, that Luke and Vader were probably one and the same. Father and son, you know. Oh, I mean, that was I that. that was I mean, a big it was, hint. It was no, it was more along the line. I mean, that that whole scene was about you know Luke could travel down the same path as Vader, if you know, and that was kind of what that was. Well, that's what's the nice thing about movies is is how it talks to you is different than how it talks <clears throat> to me. True, yeah, true. Or how it talks we, to John, and that that's how I always took it. Here's, once yeah. I saw, <laughs> once when I was older, and I saw that Vader was his, what you know was revealed to be his dad. Like I didn't get that when I was six years old. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, <gasps> I remember my mom and dad <gasps> gasping in the theater, and I'm like, I don't even get what you're talking about. <laughs> but years later, I did. But I, I think I like that in the second in the um, the Last Jedi that parallel. Yeah, and I, I want to just finish off my thought real quick. I don't know if I like it. I've only seen it the one time. My son, my J- Jacob, the one who's being a Star Wars. Yeah, that's his. That's one of his favorite movies. Like I know I said earlier, he likes the prequels, but like if he had a single movie, he likes that one for some reason. Have you watched um, it? With- I have not. I've not watched it since the theater, right? And you we did that live to see how you live stream scenes. Yeah, we, we did a live stream where we just bashed on it for an hour and a half, and then uh, well, That's you and Peacock right. bashed on it for an hour and a half. And I I was like, I felt I felt so bad about us bashing on it, even though I didn't like it. I felt so bad about us bashing on it that I called up my friend Nick and recorded a second review of that movie with him for Haphazard Adventures where it was more positive. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I was kind of pissed off. I'm like, what? <laughs> Even though I didn't care for the movie, I was like, this is, I need to, I need to counterbalance this negativity somehow. Because that was one of the things that John and I have always strived for is we don't want to be a negative podcast. You know, we yeah. don't want people logging in and listening to us and just hearing us spew hate because that's so easy. It's yeah, so easy to be that negative person. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I never, I, I do remember that. We were trying so hard not to bash on it. And then Peacock came in hot. He came in hot and ready, man. Yeah. But there you go. Uh, now we get I, to, what's the next movie? Uh, Solo movie? Well, Solo, but John hasn't seen it. And, and if I say my favorite scene, it's going to spoil kind of a big thing in the movie. Go yeah. ahead and say it. I'm, not, I'm probably not going to watch it for at least another year. And I, even when I watch it, then I'll, I'll forget this conversation. Uh, the fact that Darth Maul shows up in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I already knew that. Yeah. Okay. So there you have yeah. it. Yeah. That, that was just really cool. It was unexpected. And that's, somehow that's, that's they kept, my favorite scene too. Somehow they kept it secret for so long during the filming and everything. So I, I really, I really dug that. What scene was that in? Was that? It was towards the end. Screen. Towards the end. The hol- yeah. Isn't it a hologram It's scene? a hologram. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. I like the train scene. That's it's not bad. I loved it. I just it just reminds me of some of the old movies where they're you know the, it's it's all on the train and they're running down. I I don't know. I thought it was really cool. They did a good job. Yeah. So, we, no, John has one. It. Yeah. Now we're on the last. Oh, my, no, my, my, mine was the the Darth Maul scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> okay. There you go. Uh, cool. So we'll go to the rise of Skywalker then, and yes. Yeah. Uh, Anybody want to go before me? Because I, I don't have one yet. I'm thinking. You don't have one yet? No, I'm thinking. I think I liked. So when did Snope die? Was that in the second one or the third one? That, that's in The Last Jedi. Well, it was in eight. Yeah, eight. The Last Jedi. Oh, uh, okay. I Because it was such a weird death. It was like out of nowhere. You know what I mean? You thought he was going to be like this big imposing figure. And, and Kylo Ren just killed him so quickly and easily. It was like, mm. oh, that was... Uh, very anticlimactic. 
it just happened. Okay, yeah. he's done. But I in the third one, I always I, for some reason I always think that's at the beginning of the third one. But uh, I think my favorite scene in that really is when they get to the world, and I just love the fighting that that whole last ten minutes of them on the on the the. Uh, oh my god, I'm like drawing a blank on the ships that are all lined up in the Sith world that are ready to to depart. The final order. That, yeah, the yeah, final, the final order. order. When they do that big scene. You see all of them. It's like, okay, that looked really cool. You know? Yeah, that was cool. And I kind of like the way Palpatine looked in the freaky, yeah. goth-like freaking machine that was kind of bringing him along. I thought he was like, it was like legit scary looking. Yeah. You know, uh, it kind of reminded me of Hellraiser. Yeah, I liked that movie. I did. Um, I didn't like... When she when they ask her what her last name is, whatever, and she says mm. Skywalker, I think that I thought mm. that was dumb. Yes, um, it made Palpa Walker, no. <laughs> Ray Palpa uh, Walker, Palpa Walker. Walker. <laughs> yeah, Paul. She said she said Paul Walker. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Paul Walker. Should have been Walker. No. Jump, jumps in a GTA or whatever and just drives off in the sunset. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> no, I think I think she said she said if um gone with Leia's last name, you know, we're gonna, but um. Yeah. Or just said nothing, or just or just cut, just fade to black. Don't say anything. Yes, that would have been way better. What's your last name and not say nothing and fade to black? Yeah, yeah. just fade to black. Leave it open. Leave it open. Yeah, um, yeah, that would have been great. But I think my favorite scene was actually probably when they beat Palpatine. How they beat Palpatine and the yeah. sacrifice, the sacrifice of of Kylo. I know Robert hates that shit, but I thought it was I thought it was beautiful and well done. I thought it was. It's just because I don't think you could you, Kylo Ren couldn't have could not have a redemption. He could not live no. and be redeemed. No. He had to die. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. I, I have two two takes on that. I do. I, I mean, I, I see why he can't survive. I do. I 100% agree that he can't survive. But I also see that they could have had him survive and done something really cool with him after the fact. And, and there's rumors that have it that they originally shot a scene where he survived. And that he and Ray were actually on Tatooine together burying those sabers. So... I can see why some people look at it. Oh, he can't survive and stuff like that. I even said that prior to seeing the movie, he can't be redeemed, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, when you really think about it, I mean, they could have found a way around it. And I think they, they just, just they, yeah. they, they just wanted yeah. to close the saga up, you know, yeah. the Skywalker saga completely. If I'm going to say my favorite scene of that movie, which I, again, I still, I'm still trying to search for it here. So it's going to probably change at some point. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> But honestly, it's going to be the the memory scene with with Kylo and his father. It, just how well done it was it, it was done, or how well that was, was a done. beautiful scene. It was well, that, that that fight scene too. Leading the fight scene leading into that was really well done too. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, but again, this movie did something just like like I said, JJ did it in the Force Awakens. He does it again in in the Rise of Skywalker. Just utilizing Chewbacca for the emotion, you know, because again, when he finds out that Leia has died, he just falls to his knees and roars. Heartbreaking. Um, Yeah. Heartbreaking. But yeah, I'm going to go with the, the scene with Han and Kylo only because I really like how, you know, it was the, they did a good job in bringing the dialogue back, but switch changing it just a little, because this isn't, kylo's head this is just things that he would want to say and the moment when he goes dad i and han goes i know you know it's like he can't even say i love you just like his father couldn't and you know he kind of just it was a nice little callback but yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's actually a very that's a very beautiful scene for sure yeah. yeah i don't know i think they could have made it 
I don't think he had to die. I, I felt like he just started to be redeemable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He just started to have a heart, started to actually have some bravery because he was kind of a sn- I kind of felt like he was a, a coward and the and by going to the dark mm-hmm. side because yeah. it was easier, you know what I mean? And then seeing the coward's way out. Yeah, and seeing the the effort and the level of dedication that Ray has, I think kind of starts to turn him in a lot of ways. And they could have have another movie. They could have called it Redemption of the Sith <laughs> and had him go through and and go through go through trials of redemption because of all the all the <clears throat> chaos that he here's, caused. Here's the problem and and this is pretty much where I'm going to uh, end it here with with the sequel trilogy. Yeah. The Last Jedi works very well if you just change literally maybe 10 minutes of that movie that where it works very well as the first part of a trilogy the force awakens is the first part of a trilogy so you never have a true middle of this trilogy you don't you know and that's the problem that happened with the sequel trilogy is you have the force awakens which is hey introducing these characters the last jedi which is kind of reintroducing these characters and not moving them forward too much and then you yeah. have the rise of Skywalker where JJ was like, okay, well, we need to move these people forward. We need to end the saga. We need to end this trilogy. We need to do this. It was very rushed. And where I think if they could have just gone with JJ's vision for all three movies, whether it they were great or not, like it would have made a lot more sense. And, and maybe Kylo would have been redeemable. Maybe he wouldn't have been. Yeah. Maybe it would have ended differently. Maybe they wouldn't have had to bring Palpatine back. So many yeah. different things you could look at there, but uh, that's kind of my feelings on the sequel trilogy. I don't hate them. I do like them. I really love The Force Awakens. The Rise of Skywalker has kind of dropped down since I've seen it a few more times, and The Last Jedi is definitely the last on my list for those films, but uh, they, they're decent films. I mean, they're Star Wars. I'm not going to be one of those people that are like, they're not canon. No, they're canon. That's what they are. It is what it is. Yeah. You don't have a choice in what yeah. is not canon. <laughs> Sorry, not you. you can have your own head cannon, but it's still yeah, canon. yeah. It's yeah. I, I I have a lot of the same feelings that you have. I I think it felt like the right the from script to script that there's too many there's it wasn't written all at once, mm-hmm. you know. And I felt like you probably should have had that whole thing written at once. And if you're gonna change directors, then you should still have the same producers, the same writers the same you know what i mean a lot of the things should be the same like when you look at the first trilogy you know star wars empire george lucas is is a genius but he's not the best director Mm. and the director that did empire and i can't his name slips my mind right now was amazing yeah that's why that movie to me is probably out of all of them still the best one yeah, it's it's still the the most complete. It's still the most has the most heart. You know what I mean? You have the most feelings out of it and you leave the theater feeling like everything is just not going to be good for these guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it it moved the story along I think better than any other well, better than any other middle movie, obviously. Name another middle out of the three trilogies that is better than that moves it better than Empire. None of them do. There isn't one. Yeah. And name another movie that has the ramifications that Empire has has given us. Fantastic Four Two, amazing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, you quote when you quote Star Wars, 99 percent of the time you're quoting something from Empire. You know, I love you. I know. You know, you know. I, even though everybody says it wrong, and I don't. Even, and John can correct me because he's corrected me a million times. But you know, I'm your father. 
that. No, you know, I am your father. But okay, yeah. <laughs> but that whole but that whole thing, you know what I'm saying? If you think about it, that is probably the most quoted movie out of out of all nine main movies. And to you know, yeah. it just it just keeps. I don't. I don't think they've been able to replicate that one yet. But I think they could have with these three if they would have had a little bit more cohesive. Look, I definitely want to get on again because I think. They had a missed opportunity in the prequels, and they had a missed opportunity in the sequels to have that "I am your father" moment. Um, it's unfortunate yeah. because they they could have sur- not if not if not surpassed, definitely met the shock by the Vader moment in Empire. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I'd love to talk about that again some sometime. I know we're Let's do it. running Let's do on it. like an hour over yeah. an hour now. Yeah, so I think we're an hour in, man. <laughs> yep, this is a good time. Hey, uh, I hope you guys, everybody watching. Uh, we don't. Oh, one of you, John. Now. Yeah, the one of us. <laughs> there's, no, there's like, there's like four or five people watching right now. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, Probably my have... mom, your mom. Can re- <laughs> we're gonna have Hi, more coming out. <laughs> we're gonna release this. It's gonna be on the YouTube channel for Spoilerverse and more to come. I hope you guys like this. If you like Star Wars talk, then I implore you to check out this guy. Or is this um, there you go. The, the, the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the other one. I don't know. Oh, this one. You're, I don't know. <laughs> you're watching. If you're watching the guy with the shooting the Sith thing behind his head. Yeah, the guy with shooting the Sith thing. I implore you to go to spoilerverse.com. Check out shooting the Sith. Uh, all of his stuff is there. You know, if you love Star Wars, that's the podcast to be listening to today because everything new that's coming out. Robert's on top of it. And not only does he do the podcast, but he has a ton of articles that come out all the time all around the Star Wars universe. So, yep. Robert, where can tell everybody where they can find you? Uh, Twitter. Jump on Twitter, at rslavinsky, or just search Shooting a Sith, because my name's kind of a pain to, to spell. Uh, you can find me on Twitter there, and you can go to Facebook and find our Facebook page, which is Shooting a Sith. So just find us there. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't like Instagram. Instagram's not for me. Spoilerverse.com. <laughs> yes. Spoilerverse.com. Yes. Yeah. And if you like our stuff, what we just did today for Spoiler Country, then I please, please, please go out to Spoilerverse.com. Check out all the stuff we have to offer. Nothing's behind a paywall. You can have over 300 episodes just at Spoiler Country alone. And yep. total, there's probably like four to 500 hours of entertainment to, uh, to get through. So I yeah. implore you to go out there. Johnny, let's want you send us away. Actually, before All you right, do that, so. before you do that. Oh, oh, he just pulled the Casey. Yes. <laughs> before you do that, <laughs> I wanna I, I do wanna plug an episode of Spoiler Country coming up. Uh, it do. was an amazing episode that I got to be involved with. And we oh, interviewed yeah. Kevin Kiner, who is the composer who did the Clone Wars as well as Rebels. You have to check out this interview that we did. It's fantastic. There's a, a clip right now available on Shooting a Sith podcast stream, so you can jump over there, uh, nice. find that. It's not. It's the episode where it's the the love of the Clone Wars. Go to that episode. You will find that clip there. Fantastic dude to talk to. He was amazing. His love for Star Wars is so deep, and you can absolutely tell that love in what he puts on screen with the with the the shows. Absolutely. What, he puts them to your ear holes? Yes, yes. <laughs> so that episode, that episode is coming out soon. Yeah. That episode was going to come out on Friday the 8th. Excellent. So this coming Friday or May 8th, 2020 is when it's going to drop. Kevin Kiner is going to be... I was on that with Robert. Robert and I were on it together. It was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Yeah. So 
as Kenrick said, nothing's behind a paywall. However, if you want to give us some money, you want to help support us in all that we do, you can go to TeePublic or go to our website and click that little store button. It's going to be right about there on your screen if you're watching me. Uh, and you can get cool stuff. Like if you're watching the video, I got this cool Spoiler Country hoodie. Yep. Only available on the TeePublic store. You can I have one for yourself. Cool and Kenrick's got a cool mug. Get that, pick it up, show your love, and we get a couple bucks out of it, it helps us pay the bills. Yep. Um, and obviously, if you can't, share it out, or if you just want to listen for free, that's cool too. We don't care. Just, we just want to talk and do more of, these, more of these episodes for you. You guys go. All right, guys. Robert, thank you so much for coming on. Let's do thank this you. again soon, huh? Absolutely. May the force be with you. John, love you, buddy. Let's Bye. do this again. Are we doing our, our normal outro? We're just going to stop it. No, this is, we're done. You want to do the Oceans of Podcast? Like we always do. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Come on. The Oceans of Podcast. We are Cthulhu. As Cthulhu compels you to do, open the mind and read more. out we are out. out all right yep we're out cool Excellent. man thank you very that much cool? yeah that fun that was, that was fun hey Robert, um up time what that's a different time? time oh yeah absolutely what camera yes. are you using uh it's a logitech hd 1080p is it the uh the cp 2920 sure we got it like two or three years ago i don't know <laughs> well we got the same ones yeah yeah, we're they're, they're, they're pretty much. good. We actually yeah. got this. We got this camera back for the Last Jedi trailer reveal because Colton oh, nice. and I did a live stream of our reaction. We did a live reaction stream for that, which was how'd that go? It, it went really well. We had a lot of people talking to us and asking us questions. It was really cool. It was actually real, real cool. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, I want to do more of this. This, this was a lot of fun doing the video. And well, stuff. you know what yeah. we can do next is. We can do the DC films and then do the Marvel films. Yeah. And obviously the Marvel films, we have to break up into two because there's like 23 films to, to, to say what your favorite. I like doing the favorite scene. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then we, we have a whole thing that we want to do a top five mm. for videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually had them all written out. I don't remember off the top of my head, but we all, I got them. All I got them recording. I had them written down. Oh, I should probably stop recording the uh, audacity. Huh? Oh, wait, no, just keep going. We're, we're still <laughs> talking. Yeah. <laughs> stop. This could be extra. Yeah. This would be, this be after the music. Yeah. So we just, uh, we got a lot of plans for video. Uh, we got these. I'll show you. We got these. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, John was showing me. Ooh. Yeah. These are freaking rad, dude. They're less than $200 and they shoot in 4K. It's crazy. Yeah. So we're going to, uh, we, we got a bunch of stuff coming. We're going to set up a green screen room in Johnny's yep. garage. Yeah. And we're going to do, I don't know if I, I think I already told you this, but we're going to do three different commercials. Nice. Nice. Right. The first one's going to be a fake talk show, kind of like a morning show where it's just John and I sitting on two tables with the coffee table in, in between us. You're sitting on tables and huh? You're sitting on tables. No, no. We're sitting in our chairs. <laughs> you said tables. tables. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, there's a coffee table. Table dance. We're drinking our coffee and, but we're doing that whole like, morning show kind of vibe like 
John and Kenrick in the morning kind of thing, right? And then we're doing the we're I haven't come up with the um, the script yet, but we're gonna do this fake <laughs> conversation. And every time we smile behind us, we're gonna have the just like the Today Show where they have the window and people in the in the window with their signs. We're gonna have Cthulhu coming out. Yeah, right? every time we smile, so it, it'll be sub- subliminal. It'll, it'll be flashing, right? And then we're gonna do an infomercial style and a. Um, we have this guy that used to do commercials here called Jack Roberts, mm-hmm. and you got. You, I guarantee you have somebody just like him out of Pittsburgh that would do those super low budget commercials, and they would do catchphrases like "I won't be undersold." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But we'll do "We won't be underheard" kind of thing. You know, that's gonna be so, fun. And we're gonna mix those three up. One's gonna one's gonna be spoiler country. One's gonna be spoiler verse. I don't know what the third one's going to be for you. I think it's going to be. I'll figure it out. Yeah, my my girlfriend's awful. mad at me. It's all your um, fault. We can't see her because you're the virtual background. That's so. that's the point. I don't want you to see her because then you, you'll, you'll be scared. <laughs> She's giving you the stink face. <laughs> all right. well, she said no sex for two have. weeks, so that kind of sucks. No. That, that didn't hurt <laughs> three weeks now. At all. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. All right. I'm going to go eat dinner. All right. All right. I, I will, will, I will drop this. You want to wave, 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 wave. Wave.